Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another great edition of Dragon's Den. Always brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's me, your host, Gearless Val Cisco, bringing you another edition of my review, my reactions, and my thoughts on the hit series Megalobox. And you know what? I love this. This is episode four. I really did enjoy it. Titled... Let's dance with death. And you know what, guys? I found this to be a fun episode. We finally got some boxing action in a boxing anime. And not that we didn't get it before, but I think this was more profound. Um, I like the the chemistry from all the characters working together in this show, finally. It feels like it's all coming together in a better place, and I was told it gets better in the later episodes, and if this is a hint to it, then you know what? We're all in for a treat, especially me, since I'm a little behind on it, but hey, I'm loving it so much. So, Joe enters the ring for his first professional match against, I'm going to botch his name, Shark Samija? Am I saying that correctly? Same Jima. I think I said that correctly. If I didn't, please, feedback. I will love it but shocks the whole arena by not wearing any gear for his fight. So we definitely get this in the opening episode. We get to see um, Joe entering the ring. We see Shark in the ring already, posy, ready to get down, ready to get dirty. We saw Shark in the last episode knocking a few heads, being dirty, being nasty. And we're seeing, you know, all the cast members. We're seeing Nambu. We're seeing everybody just kind of just, I guess, had this fear for Joe's life, because again, he's being nicknamed Gearless Joe, 
without any kind of gear going into a geared match. So yeah, this was um, intense to start off the episode. We do a couple flashbacks where we um, see Joe training and how, you know, they're basically at last place. Um, it's, it's something where they're trying to get him in a better standing when it comes to the competition, maybe fight a couple people above his rank level to kind of get awareness. And you know what? The best way to get awareness is to have a gimmick. And it's really unclear what they're talking about at first. It kind of looks like they're talking about throwing fights for a second, but, you know, Joe's not about that. He'd rather do this the right way. He'd rather, you know, kind of get up there a certain way, just knocking people out. But you know what? He doesn't know how to do it. He has no gear. So Nambu comes out with the, with the I guess, the premonition that if we have you as his character where everybody wants to knock you out and everybody wants to, you know, see you fall because you have no gear. You look like an amateur. Hell, people will hear about you um, getting waxed by a champion in the, in the underleagues. You know, maybe that's going to catch some tension. Maybe that's going to catch some, some, some buzz around the area. So, yes, they call him Gearless Joe. Um, and basically what happens with this is a plan to attract attention, like I said. Uh, we get to the fight finally, like after a couple of flashbacks of training montages with Joe. And we get to start the round off. And immediately we have that confidence with Joe coming in. He's about to take on Shark. The crowd's laughing at him. The crowd's like, did you forget your gear? Everything's like, you know, oh, get this bum out of here. What the hell are you doing here? And Joe starts off the round with a couple of good jabs. Starts smacking Shark in the face. We see some blood action. A couple of jabs here and there. You know, using his foot action. Joe's pretty confident, especially with that last fight we saw with him breaking his Jax armor, that prototype that we saw, um, and knocking that bodyguard out with, with his gear. Hell, Joe's very confident at the moment in time. He feels like he can do anything. He's on top of the world. So he's getting a couple of jabs and a couple of licks in the first round, and then instantaneously we see Shark throw a hook that bounces Joe off the ropes. And he didn't even let him flush. Joe was blocking the whole entire time, and it seemed to knock him almost out to the point where he's switching on the floor. Everyone's laughing at him. He's almost at the count of nine until Joe gets up, and definitely we see fear set in Joe for the first time. And we got a glimpse of it earlier in the fight where his hand was shaking, but he was like, ah, I'm excited for this. This is just me excited. You know, this is more competition, but definitely fear sets in. And I do love how to introduce fear with Joe. For someone who's never really been scared of anything that we've seen so far, we don't know his childhood, but we see here, man, as a guy, I guess an adult. And, you know, it, uh, the, the animation is great. After he's rocked, after he, you know, he's like, you know, seeing stars, you know, almost pushing daisies. He gets back into round two, and he's just, you know, kind of running away from Shark the whole entire time. You know, Shark's just trying to lay down some punches, and Joe's just ducking and weaving, maybe by pure instinct. But every time he tries to land a punch, it it gives you the effect that Joe's messed up. You see, like, uh, an animation where every time he moves forward, his foot sinks into the ring. Kind of like he's going into the sunken place, almost. Like, he's he doesn't have his bearings. He, his mind is not in the fight. His mind is somewhere else. And it's that fear that almost gets him knocked out again. 
to the point where, you know, he's really running away from the fight. People are laughing at him. Nambu's going crazy. You know, Sancho's going crazy as well, too. Sashio, excuse me. And, you know, everybody's crying for Joe on that corner saying, you need to, like, get up. You need to get your bearings back in motion again. We even get to see Shark throw, like, a takedown almost because he's so frustrated with Joe running around. He throws a takedown. He's about to mount him and just do a crazy foul and almost get himself disqualified. But his corner kind of backs him off. His corner's like, yo, this is not your enemy. Your enemy uh, is the main event. You know, your enemy is taking the crown. You know, this is just a bum. Do not take him serious like that whatsoever. It's not worth it. Joe goes back into his corner. We get a couple of flashbacks again of Joe working on footwork and just, you know, trying to practice whatever Nambu's actually teaching him. Like I said in the last episode, Nambu's really proficient in teaching. He looks like he was a, a boxer back in his day, and he's definitely a great coach when he's on the up-and-up, when he's positive, when he's not gambling. He seems like he's a very, very, very intelligent coach, technical as well, too. So we're getting, you know, Joe rocked again. He's in the corner. It's round three. You know, they're about to call the fight because Joe, number one, has no gear and they're allowing him to fight. And number two, you know, he's just half dead, basically laying down on the corner. And to the point where we get, you know, uh, Nabu just like yelling at him, begrading him, saying that, you know, you're worthless. So I don't know what you're doing. You need to get your head in the game. I don't know why you're acting like this. You were so confident before. And we see um, Sashio in the corner crying. And he's like... You know, trying to let Nambu, you know, know, calm down. This is not what you need. You're giving him negative reinforcement. We need positive reinforcement. And he's just, like, way up in the way. He's like, ah, no, no, you don't know what you're talking about. To the point where, you know, he gets into the ring, Sashio. And he's like, listen, like, you know, you're you're acting like an amateur, basically. What are you doing? You're letting fear consume your life. And no one's noticing this besides me. And I'm a child. I shouldn't be noticing this. And I'm, not, I'm about to break down because... Someone that I see as a hero is just basically falling to their fears. Someone who I saw as fearless saved me, especially in that last episode, is succumbing to their fears without even noticing. And everybody takes notice. You know, Joe is like, I want to do it my way or the highway. I don't care if I get knocked out. I'm going to win. And, you know, Namu takes notice. You know, so she was crying in the background. And he smiles and says, you know what? I didn't know this before. And I let you run your mouth, but you're afraid. And, you know, we see Joe shocked. And he's like, yo, you're afraid. That's it. Like, sometimes when you're a warrior, you're allowed to be afraid. It's what you do with that fear. It's what you do afterwards with that fear that makes you into a warrior, that makes you into a, a pure boxer. You need to actually have that fear. Fear is good for you so you can overcome it. And we see, you know, Joe just like shaking again and they have a moment all three of them have a moment of hey listen all three of us can do this you're not doing this by yourself we're doing this together if we're gonna win together we're gonna win together if we're gonna lose together we're gonna lose together but at the end of the day we're doing this together you know joe smiles and he's like all right just tell me what to do and we see joe and um really just sink into that you know, uh, student and teacher mindset, which I loved the most. It was just so awesome to see both of them just, like, get on the same page. Uh, we had this awesome smile from Sashio, too, a teardrop down. He has a little uh, cap on. He can't see his eyes, but he gets a little grin, like, damn, like, all right, we're back in the ball game. Man, Joe goes in, full confidence again. You know, Shark's looking at him, like, I'm just going to kill you. I'm going to knock you. I don't know why you're smiling. 
and we get the technical boxing again. A couple jabs from Joe, a couple of hooks from Joe, using his footwork. Hell, he's almost even dancing around, kind of like Spike did in, in uh, Cowboy Bebop. I bring that up a lot, but hell, at the same time, I feel that it reminds me of that, especially the animation. So we see um, that confidence build again, you know, Shark trying to land all these thunderous blows and missing, exhausting himself to the point where he's about to land another takedown. And Nabo notices that he signals to Joe, now do it, counters and gives him this crazy hook that knocks Shark out cold. The ref doesn't even count to 10. The ref definitely knows right then and there, 10 count, not needed, you're knocked out. The whole crowd is stunned, silent, and Joe merges the victor. And it's crazy. That climbs him all the way to the almost uh, above where he was. Like he was almost like a 265, I think. And, <clears throat> excuse me, this kind of brings him a little bit higher. Then we see a couple of little bit of montages, which I didn't like that much of him fighting a couple other fighters. I think four to five to be exact. Which brings him to, I think, rank 102. So definitely he's making leaps and bounds on his opponents, knocking people out, living up to the moniker of Gearless Joe to the point where we saw um, the actual, the lady, you know what, her name um, kind of uh, escapes me right now, I apologize guys, uh, y Yukio, I think that's what it was, and I think she's looking at the, the, the spots and the highlights and she sees Gearless Joe, sees his name standing up there, everybody's talking about him basically, and I'm not sure what her reaction is. She looks stunned at first, then looks upset, and puts her hand, like, like, like her hand to the computer, and then, like, takes away again, like, remorse, like, this is someone that I knew before. So, I don't know what her intentions are, but, but it kind of feels like something's there. I would like to see how that unravels later on. If she's pissed off, if she sees it as a threat, if she sees it as disrespect... Not too sure. Then again, this is her tournament. Hell, she's the one making all the technology. So to see somebody beat these characters, beat these boxers, elite boxers in a tournament based on gear fighting, maybe it's a slap to the face in her. Maybe it really feels like it's straight-up disrespect. It slaps her right in the face, and it's like, you know what? We need to take this guy out now. Which kind of brings us to our next step here. We kind of get left off in a cliffhanger. We see Nambu... You know, chilling out on the couch, they need to talk to the next guy so we can get ahead of the game again. We got some good traction, good attention. You know, we're at in the hundreds right now. We need to get lower than that. We need to find somebody like the top 50s, if anything. So he goes and he has his meeting with this other character. And it seems they're very, very buddy-buddy, um, kind of, in a way. They know each other from the first and it looks like a past acquaintance. And um, they're talking about, yeah, you know, I'll be interested in fighting your fighter, Joe. Uh, we, we, it seems like everybody wants to knock him out. I definitely have a fighter that can knock him out. And Nambu's you know, tuning his own horn. He's like, ah, I'm not just going to fight any of the guy in the 70s. I want somebody top 50. Hell, I would go for 30 at first with the traction we're going. And the character, his name escapes me. I apologize for that one. He just has this evil grin. And we see a character come right behind Nambu and... He's like, you know what? I don't have anybody in the top 50s or 30s, but I do have somebody in that's number ranked number 17. And Nabu flips out. He's like, bro, he say bro, but he's like, you know, I didn't even think that that you had somebody in that caliber right now. But hell, that's what we're looking for. You know what? You think your guy can uh, uh, test the might of Gearless Joe? Bring him on. And we see this figure who definitely knows 
Nambu. He knows, he, he calls him, hey, coach, good to see you again. And he's this very rugged character. Hell, it kind of looks like Joe with short hair uh, and scars all over his face with a nice, awesome sweater around him and grinning at him. Nambu looks n- not scared, but looks worried. So I'm not too sure if this is a former pupil of his that he sold out. Maybe this is someone that he was doing before what Joe was doing, just losing fights, and finally this guy got fed up with him and left that gym. But yeah, maybe it's something with Joe. Maybe they encountered each other at one point. Maybe they did not. But definitely this is something uh, I'm excited about for our next episode. Uh, left on a great cliffhanger. We're going to have to see what happens next. Um, I like the episode. The only thing I, I would say, I love the boxing in it. Um, but I really did hate the fact that we didn't get to see other fights. I mean, I know we have only a limited episodes left. And, you know, a funny montage were to happen, especially since he was, like, ranked, like, 200 and something. You know, we're going to have to go down the line pretty fast to get to um, number one. But, I don't know, maybe uh, another episode could have gave us that, just a whole bunch of fighting montages until we got to, like, a big bad. Um, I felt like that kind of took me out of the episode. Maybe if we just had a couple of montages before this, it would have been fine. But, no, you know... Um, it was good for what it was for that part, kind of set up to, to, that, to that awesome ending. But um, the fight was great. Um, I like the moniker, the whole Gearless Joe makes him known, makes um, this uh, actual character we can see in the likes of our anime history now, man. We have like a Naruto, we have like a, a Goku, we have a Vegeta, we have a, you know, I, I could go down the list of, of crazy anime characters, but uh, I love the moniker of Gearless Joe, it's awesome. Now, if there is a point where he does get a gear again, I'm going to kind of feel like, eh, because that just fits him so well. Um, but then again, um, I did like Junk Dog as well, too. So, um, seems that names do switch here, and you shouldn't be um, taking that seriously. But if we get that Gearless Joe kind of nickname from now on, I wouldn't be sad. It kind of fits him pretty well. Um, anyway, guys, I liked it. I give it a... I give it a mid-card. It was something nice to watch. You know, it's not a big top, and it's not a, a 86 by any means necessary. But it's right in the middle for me. Um, like I said, that montage kind of killed it for me. But I loved it, though. It was fun. The boxing is fun. The characters coming together was awesome as well, too. Can't wait for the next episode. And uh, speaking about the next episode, that'll be next week. If you guys wanted to tune in again, definitely Dragon's Den Sideshow Conversations on iTunes. Uh, it's also on Podcast Republic and, of course, Anchor, which I'm recording right now. Um, definitely subscribe, rate, review. You know, hit that little button right there. You know, just give a, a comment or two. Let me know how you feel about this. If it's fun, is it stupid, is it hilarious, let me know. That works out for me. You know, I have a great time doing this. I love this show. Of all the shows I do. Um, get at me on Twitter, Val Cisco, uh, Instagram, Val Cisco, and of course on Facebook at Sideshow Conversations. We're always talking about news, anything that's happening in the world, pop culture, whether it's comic books, movies, TV, you name it, we're doing it when it comes to geek culture. Um, that's really about it for me, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this. And as always, until the next one, later.